Welcome to the Modern Direct Seller Podcast, where we talk about strategy, training, and systems to help you reach big goals and find success in direct sales. I'm your host, Becky Launder, a San Diego mama, marketing junkie, and sales strategist that has built several six-figure businesses and is on a mission to share the new modern ways to rock your biz. If you're a go-getter direct seller and looking for actionable strategies, you are in the right place. This is for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with one of my most favorite people, Jen Pitta-Bach. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Hey, Becky. Thank you so much. I'm great. So excited for this conversation. Me too. For those of you that don't know Jen, she is amazing. She has been a member of our Modern Direct Seller Academy and our Level Up program. And she just has so much wisdom and knowledge in her years of experience in direct sales. And I can't wait for you guys to listen in on this conversation because I know it's going to be so, so good. So let's just dive in and get started. Jen, do you want to just do a quick intro? Tell us who you are, what you do, what your business is, all that good stuff. Sure. I'd be happy to. Thank you so much again for asking. It was really sweet of you. And I'm excited to be here. My name is Jen Pittabach and I am with Stampin' Up. I've been a demonstrator with them for 15 years and they are a paper crafting and rubber stamping company. So it's very crafty and fun. I've been somewhat crafty most of my life, but we, Becky and I have a joint affection for you know, office stores and office supplies. So that was the first (laughs) indicator that this was where I needed to be. I was a reporter for 13 years, both radio and print. And then I found this and made this my full-time job in 2016. So most of the time, the, the folks that I work with are ladies and they enjoy carving out a little bit of me time to do something crafty. And for me, that was, it's been a real lifeline for me. What, nine years ago, I lost my mom and I was doing stamping up at that time and crafting became a lifeline for me during that. So it was really what I think I actually lost my father uh, in 2004, and I think I had some less than healthy habits when I first lost him to cope with that. And so paper crafting and rubber stamping and connecting with other people in this community really kind of really became what kept me going and kept me sane. And it was a healthy outlet for me. So I like to be able to find people that I can use that crafting in a good way for them as well, whether that's because they're dealing with loss or just stress or loneliness or depression or whatever. It's just a really fun, happy thing to do. And I think it really helps a lot of people. So that's what I try to do with my classes and events. I love that. And I I love, I love your why behind it and that, you know, getting, getting, keeping your hands busy during tough times, right? Like that's, that's an amazing way to, to kind of get through things. And Jen and I have chatted about this before, but for those listening that didn't know, I used to have my own scrapbooking business back in the day. And, (laughs) and I, I kind of, I mean, joked, but not joked about like this whole concept of grief scrapbooking and like being able to, you know, capture those memories in such a special way and and have that like actually in a tangible 
place, you know, in, in a book where you can look back at it and just the impact of that. So we share a love of office supplies and crafting. <laughs> and it's been a while since I've done any scrapbooking. <laughs> I'll be honest, but <laughs> I, I still, I have a love for it and I have albums and albums of scrapbooks. So Jen and I share a lot in common and I almost forgot your background in journalism. Like you're professional here on the podcast. Like you've been in radio before. <laughs> In a while, but yes, I was in radio for four years. I was a news reporter, so um, I anchored the weekend news for some local radio stations here. So, yeah. Oh my goodness! I want to see that footage. I know (laughs) (laughs) some of the early days. That was really fun. That's amazing. Well, so you've been with Stampin' Up! for 15 years. I'm sure your business has changed and evolved and grown so many times over. You know, one thing that I really love about your business in particular is that it's a little bit different than other party plan direct sales companies. So rather than running parties per se, you're really offering classes and events. So tell us more about that part of your business and how you connect with your customers through those classes and events. Yeah. So, I mean, Stampin' Up! actually does still support a party plan model and doing in hostess, you know, in house events and, you know, hostess parties and things like that. And I do still do them on occasion, but I've found for me that I love to teach. Like that's just one of my favorite things to do. And I also love to approach things in a unique and different manner, just something fun. I I need to be entertained or I get bored. So, So offering classes and events and trying to get the products that I sell in people's hands in a different way was really a focus of mine. And I really wanted to focus more on teaching and connecting than necessarily selling product. And then because of that, the product just sells as a side part of the business. So what I've really developed over the past few years is that I actually offer card classes and scrapbooking classes and virtual retreats and in-person retreats for people either online or in person. So obviously last year, everything moved to online and my my business virtually grew exponentially. But basically, I actually cut and prep kits and send them to um, my customers. And then we stamp or or craft together. Some of them are in person. So like not in person, but are I'm crafting along with them. And then most of them are actually just written tutorials and recorded videos that I send to them that they can do on their own time. So it kind of is twofold. It's great because they can still craft, but they can do it when they want to. So that's kind of how I've connected mostly. And I really feel like a lot of direct sales company could, could kind of capitalize on that because people like to be, you know, feel like they're being taught and and learning something. So, you know, whether it's cooking classes or, you know, skincare classes or things like that, like, I feel like there's a lot of potential to do that kind of thing. If you're creative and you kind of think outside the box a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love, so these like DIY kits that you're putting together and you're, you're prepping a lot of the materials. Of course, it includes Stampin' Up! product for them to use and play with and probably fall in love with and want more of, right? But you're shipping those out on a regular basis. So you have kind of this steady stream of customers that are coming back to you month after month being like, oh, I wonder what Jen's putting in the kit this month, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so each month it's a, I focus on a different product or bundle and they always get what I call consumables in their kits. So like they'll get ribbon, paper and embellishments included each month. And then I just swap out the stamp set 
or bundle that we're using and then they can either add that or use what they have on hand so i don't i don't really want to use like seven different sets or make them have to buy all these extra things i include the basics that they need in the cost of the class and then they can add on other things that i use if they want it to be exactly like mine but i want them to express their creativity and do their thing and make it their own so it works really well and i do usually offer like a bonus if like for instance my stamp club which is usually a card class each month if they do six months in a row they get a $25 product credit in their next month so you know I do kind of reward the the continuous you know loyalty to my program too Right. I love that. And I mean, how much I'm like kind of blown away here. There's so much value in what you just said, right? Like you're not only curating the products for them and taking the guesswork out of what they might be purchasing, right? Like it's one thing looking through a catalog and being like, well, I could buy that thing and that thing, but I'm not really sure how they'd go together. But in addition, you're taking it to a whole nother level in that you're providing those tutorials. And so if they do want to follow step-by-step instructions and have your guidance, they have that available. And that's all included in what you're offering your customers. I, I just, I think that's, that's huge. And I think it's a great value too, because it gives them the confidence to be able to recreate those projects on their own using stuff they have of their own afterwards because they have the tutorials forever, right? So they can, you know, if I, I did a fun folds class recently, which is always one of people's favorites, and they can now use those because the measurements and everything are in my tutorial. So now they can use those measurements and just cut the paper they have and use the stamps they have and all of that stuff to recreate those cards over and over again. So they, a lot of them will kind of create their own little tutorial library so they can go back to them and recreate them whenever they want. So that is so awesome. And I and I think, again, like, I know I'm getting a little hung up on this here, but like, that really speaks to, like, you know, your audience, you know, they want to be creative, but maybe they're not exactly sure how to put things together. And so you're filling that gap and really, you know, handholding them and walking them through it, whether they're beginners at crafting and scrapbooking and card making and stamping and all the things, or maybe they are more advanced, but they're just having one of those days where they're like, it's just like, show me how to do it. Just show me how to do it. And I want to do it. (laughs) Right. Yes, exactly. Okay. So you also have, I mean, you have your own brand and you've, you've been very intentional about developing this by the shore stamping. Mm -hmm. And I know we have a little bit of a revamp of the website in progress. Maybe by the time this podcast, podcast our listeners are, are listening in they'll see the, the new site Hopefully. Um, <laughs> but, but you've actually been blogging since 2008 right yes. like you've you've been in this online marketing blogging space so how did you get into that and how has that helped you grow your business Well, it's funny. The blog itself started like you said in 2008 and it was totally on a whim I'm not even sure where I got the idea from from, to be honest, I remember it was December and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to just share this online. So I created a free blogger blog and I just started sharing my life and my samples and my cards and my projects. And it really kind of was just organic in the sense that I was just sharing because I wanted to document my own stuff. I think kind of have, I was always a, you know, I had a diary when I was a kid and I've always journaled off and on. So I think it was kind of like a digital journal. And I think it was also sort of just goes along with scrapbooking because that's where I started initially. I do a lot of cards now, but I started as a scrapbooker. So it was almost like 
a like digital journal. So I could kind of just document what was happening and kind of tell a little bit about what was happening in life and my family and things like that. And I really think it became a source of connection for me to my customers. And then as social media, you know, we began to have Facebook and Instagram and all, you know, YouTube and all that stuff. I really started to brand it as by the short stamping. When I first started, that was not what my blog was called, but because my love of courses stamping. And then I've always, I live on Cape Cod in Massachusetts. So I've always been close to the ocean and the beach has always been a really important like place for me to go when I need sanity and solace and just time to myself. So between stamping, which helped me escape from all of the, you know, grief and and turmoil that I went through when I lost my parents, the beach was also like, I would actually start each day with an hour walk on the beach that was right behind my house. And so I always shared those pictures on my social media. So it just, became part of my brand to be coordinated with beach and stamping. So it's just kind of, everybody knows me as my beach photos, but yeah, so it just kind of evolved over time. And I just have, I've, you know, I've heard from customers in the past and even more recently that they feel like they know me because of, you know, my blog and because of the posts on social media and the fact that I, I'm pretty much an open book. I, I share not only just because I want to connect with my customers. But like I said, I'm still documenting life for myself. And I find it's really helpful that when I go to sit down and make a page or I go to sit down and create an album, I can go back to my social media and my blog and kind of get those nitty gritty details that I know I'd forget. So that's kind of a, it's a twofold for me. It's, it's documentation and connection. I love that. I love that. And, and I mean, you've been blogging far longer than I have, but (laughs) I do think that like when you have a blog, it is really interesting just in terms of the mileage that you get out of those posts. And Mm -hmm. as we've been working on this website project, you know, you, I mean, you have hundreds, don't you have over a hundred blogs? Yeah, I think so. I took a little bit of a hiatus over (laughs) the last couple of years, but that's why we're kind of revamping it because I want to get into it. But yeah, I have a lot of, and there was times where I was posting, you know, 13, 14, 15 times a month. So yeah. yeah. And I mean, those blog posts, they come up in search results. Like they are giving you visibility and driving people back to your site to learn more about you and learn more about your business and the techniques that you're teaching. And I just think it's such a great place to, you know, really kind of, yeah, share that, share your story and, and also showcase your personal brand. But from a marketing perspective, I mean, that is a lot of visibility when it comes to people searching for certain things and And then blog posts popping up. Yeah. And I feel like it's really helpful too, because, you know, sometimes when you first like are introduced to somebody, you're not really sure if you're, you know, if you jive with them or if you, you know, if you're, you're, you know, personalities work together. But I think by being able to see those posts and kind of see my personality that then they can kind of be like, yeah, you know, this girl is, is on my wavelength or, you know what, she's really not for me. I'm going to find somebody else. So I think it really just, like I said, it goes back to that connection. People can kind of relate to you and um, relate to your stories and therefore may actually become, you know, new customers because of something you've written or something you've done. And it may have been years ago, like you said. Yeah. Well, and I think it's just that, like you become real to them. Yes. Like it's not the like, you know, the Jen that is, sta- you know, <laughs> by the shore stamping, but that it's like, yes. oh no, like I know Jen and, you know, she loves the beach and she loves going with her doggy and like, you know, just those yep. stories. So, so let's talk more about that because I think a lot of direct sellers can probably really learn from this. And I think we're always trying to do a better job of telling our story, you know, whether it's about our 
products or, you know, our life or our business. What tips do you have for other direct sellers to, to share their story and create that connection with their audience? Yeah. And you know, what's funny, because I always hear from people that, oh, I don't have anything to say. I've had a boring life. And like, I, you know, I'm just a mom, or I'm just a this or just a that. And we each have our very unique story and everything kind of builds on each other. Right. So like, I would be a very different person today, if I hadn't, you know, unfortunately lost both my parents, or if I hadn't gotten divorced, or if I hadn't, you know, each one of those aspects of us builds character and builds a component of us that is relatable to somebody else. So the the more you can share without being, you know, overly sharing and giving too much, you want to share parts of you that people can connect with. And those stories can really help somebody through a trying time. You, you may think, you know, some little aspect of your story of it might not resonate, but that might be right exactly what somebody needs to hear that day. It's, you know, with you and your love of office supplies, or if you, mm-hmm. you know, love coffee or you love, you know, just share those things. Me and the beach, like everybody knows connects me with beach because I've been to saying it for years. Like yeah. that's just who I am. And I think if you can get those little components of things out to the world and you'll find your tribe a little bit more easy, you know, because you'll, you'll connect with those people that need to hear from you and need what you have. And I think whether you're doing that through a blog or, you know, social media posts on Facebook or Instagram or wherever it might be, I think, I think what you said is super critical around, you know, sharing those stories and kind of letting them in on a little bit of insight into who you are and and what you love to do. And, and I know even just me personally, there's so many days where I'm like, oh, I should post something on social, but you know, I don't really have a lot to say today, but there are like every day, there's crazy little things that are happening behind the scenes. There's always stories to tell. And I think sometimes we're kind of hard on ourselves. Like, eh, nobody would want to hear about that. But <laughs> I think it is true. Like being able to, to be transparent and, and maybe share, you know, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, like uh, all of that in between people, people love hearing those stories. So. I would definitely challenge the listeners right now to just stop and look around you right in this moment. I guarantee you can find something that you'd be able to share. It may not. And I think you have to kind of push through that perfection. Like most of us don't want to show like the dirty, messy parts of our lives. I know this is a podcast, but I wasn't sure if Becky was going to be using this as any video for any reason. So I made sure I cleaned up the space behind me and you know, <laughs> me, I did my makeup, I did my hair. But you know what? Sometimes I find the most engagement and the most feedback that, you know, people you know, relating to me is usually when it's just something that was totally off the cuff, like, oh, look at my pile of laundry over there in the corner. Do any of you struggle with getting this done while living life? You know what I mean? So it's those, those, you know, every little day moments, if you were to look at my desk, it's a complete disaster. And I share that quite frequently that, you know, (laughs) I also know I'm quite messy because most of the time that's my life. So sharing that makes you, like you said earlier, it makes you human. It makes you relatable. It makes you not this perfect little pristine thing that they're seeing on or person they're seeing on TV. You're an actual living, breathing human who struggles just like they do. Yes. I I love this. And I so appreciate you sharing this with our listeners. And I love that challenge. Take a look around. I I mean, I'm I'm sitting and you guys can't see it because you're just listening, but (laughs) I record my podcasts in the garage and around me right now is a whole lot of stuff. (laughs) There's a pile of things to give away that the kids have outgrown. There's office supplies, obviously, because I, I have too many and I can't even keep them all in the house. (laughs) Yes. So there's like, I just 
there was like three stories right there that you just said. Just yes, yes, so, I know, yeah. exactly. It's just taking a moment to take a step back. And I think like you said, pushing through the perfection to mm-hmm. just put it out there and just share with the world because and, they're just waiting to hear from you. And that is stuff that really lets them in and makes them feel like they're behind the scenes. And I share mostly that kind. If you look at my, you know, my Facebook page or any of my social media, that is mostly what I'm sharing. I really don't talk a lot about my product other than, you know, in you know, pictures of like, I just posted today, pictures of completed, you know, kids that are shipping out. So, you know, a big shipping box and stuff like that. But most of the time, what I'm sharing is the dog and the beach and the mess and the craziness that is my life. And that's what makes them connect. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much, Jen, for popping on here and just sharing so much amazing knowledge with our community. I love you and respect you so, so much. And I just appreciate you you sharing and always kind of coming at things from a, a helpful perspective and and connecting with people and really showing up to provide value. For those of you guys listening in, definitely check out Jen. Jen, where can where can they find you? So I am on most outlets as by the shore stamping. So by the shore stamping.com. I'm on YouTube as by the shore stamping and Facebook. I'm not really very active on Instagram anymore anyway. So Facebook and YouTube, the best Facebook places. and YouTube. We will find you there and I will make sure to link in the show notes where to find Jen so you can see all her good behind the scenes of her messy desk and her dog <laughs> and the beach and oh, a lot so of crafting in between. <laughs> yes. Thank Thanks you so much, Beth. So much. Thanks, Jen. Bye. 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 This episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast is sponsored by my new class, Five Secrets to Stand Out Beyond Social Media. In this class, you will learn how to stand out beyond just posting on social media day in, day out. It will share with you practical tools and ways to build your business and not be reliant on the algorithm. It is totally free, includes a workbook, and you can check it out over at moderndirectseller.com slash class. I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Modern Direct Seller Podcast. For more sales tips, strategy, and tools for your direct sales business, visit your one-stop shop, myconsultanttraining.com. Until next time, get out there and go rock your direct sales biz.